y'all, it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me. I hope you are having a really good week. Happy Wednesday, or whenever you're listening to this. Normally, I start off the podcast and I'm like, hmm, what's happened this week? Well, now I'm starting off the podcast thinking, what didn't happen this week? And to be clear, <laughs> you know, a lot has not happened this week. I didn't get a boyfriend. I didn't get engaged. Um, I didn't move out of my house. I, like, there's nothing like huge that happened. But oh my goodness, I feel like I've been so busy in the past week, and I have so much to tell you that I'm just really excited about this episode and it I'm so late for this episode as far as recording this this is Tuesday at uh about 6 p.m and I normally do not cut it this close like if you're listening on Wednesday the 29th I was recording yesterday like I just I don't do that I normally record on a Saturday but we were really busy we were babysitting and stuff um we were keeping uh some friends kids and so we cut them through from Wednesday to like Sunday so it was kind of a long period and then uh, I felt like I didn't have enough time during their naps to kind of record I don't know it doesn't really take me that long to record but I was just really scared that they would wake up and be crazy or whatever well, maybe not crazy. They would be energized and uh, ready to play, and then I would not be able to record, so I'd have to start all over. So I just decided not to do that. So yes, it is a Tuesday. I'm recording today, and hopefully this goes up fine and dandy tomorrow morning. <laughs> anyway, um, this week, wow. So I left off last episode talking about some media event that I had. It was a dinner, and I had that last week, and it was amazing. You could not believe the types of stuff that I get to do for my job. Like, I'm just so blessed. And so, uh, yeah, I, I was really excited about this. And I came, I was really happy that I didn't completely overdress. I was dressier. I was one on the dressier side, I guess. But uh, I don't mind. That's something I kind of do on accident a lot of the time. I put together a cute outfit and then it just tends to be on the dressier side of things. Uh, And then sometimes I'm just like middle of the road and it's fine. But anyway, I was just thrilled that I wasn't completely overdressed because the invitation thing said that the dinner was going to be uh, an eight course dinner. And, you know, mind you, it was very small portions, it was little things, and it was great, but like eight courses still adds up and it's still like you're super full at the end. So from that invitation, I figured, yeah, it's going to be on the dressier side. So I dressed up a little bit and yeah, anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I guess I'm just really excited that I didn't like blow my first media event. And so yeah, I took my little brother as a plus one and we had a great time meeting with the, we were actually sat between um, a writer from a pretty big website in my state and then also the owner and his wife. So I was literally between this writer and then the owner and it that was cool that was really fun and the owner was super nice and all that Uh, and he owns a couple restaurants throughout my city so that was really neat to kind of uh connect the dots and kind of be like oh yeah yeah yeah. you're you own this restaurant which I really like and this one is great and the cook did such a great job I'm trying to remember what we had I know I had a I started with a Paloma cocktail uh which was great and we had scallops, we had oysters, we had pasta, we had two different types of pasta, they were both amazing, I love pasta, (laughs) so any excuse to eat pasta is great, and we had steak, I'm trying to think of what else, we had this uh, Caesar salad that was grilled, which was great, I really, I think I've had a grilled salad before, but not like, it was a wedge salad um, that was grilled, it wasn't a Caesar, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a really, really cool event, and then we had this like creme brulee something, 
it was amazing that was my favorite dessert i forget what it was i was trying to look through my phone i can't find the menu but maybe i'm not even supposed to say the menu so i guess it's good that i can't find it um but yeah, it was a really good event, and I enjoyed getting to meet everyone, meet with the owner, and just kind of go represent the magazine. That's something that I love doing. I really, really like going to events and being like, oh yeah, I work for this magazine, and I don't know, it still doesn't get old saying it. It's still very, very cool. So that was an amazing night, and then the next day, as if I hadn't had enough food already, uh, we do these restaurant reviews every month, and so we'll go out to a new restaurant in the area, and we'll write about them, we'll interview whoever owns it, or the cook, or some, you know, someone prominent in the restaurant, and we'll taste some of their food, and then we'll have a photographer photograph the food, and then we'll run a story on the magazine, or on the on the restaurant anyway so I have gone out to a few of those during my internships and I have loved them uh, I just really really enjoyed getting to know first of all getting to see the writer's process because I went out with two different writers uh, I went out with a freelance writer and then I went out with a staff writer and so it was just really cool to see their different uh, processes kind of how they did their job, you know, and how they approached it as a writer, because that is my interest. But also, I really love helping the photographer. Uh, we get the same photographer every time. She's so sweet and amazing. And then uh, I loved reading the finished products, just knowing like, hey, I saw what happened. And then I saw what it turned into. So that was super, super fun. So originally, someone was supposed to be writing this restaurant review, but they had a family conflict. And so my editor asked, if I would like to do the article and that was super cool. I was very excited. I've always wanted to write a restaurant review ever since I have gone out with writers doing that. I've been like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. This is amazing. But because the family emergency was kind of sudden, uh, I ended up being asked to do the article about 10 minutes before I was supposed to be there to you know, meet the owner, interview him and whatever before the interview. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, and you're kind of on location at this restaurant while they're open most times. It's, you know, they're serving customers and everything. And normally there's, you know, an area you can kind of, you know, a little corner you can go and talk with them in and it's not really that big of a deal. And it really wasn't, but I honestly had never done a restaurant review or watched a restaurant review being done when the restaurant was open. It was always when the restaurant was closed. And I was even talking to our photographer who does all of them. And she was like, yeah, you've never been to a normal restaurant review. You've never done this. You know, you've, you've like, it's, it's just not been, you've been to all the atypical ones and they're normally very normal. And so I was like, you have got to tell me at the end of this, if this was a normal thing so that I can say, okay, like the way that went, that's the way it's supposed to go. Because the first time we went, the restaurant was closed and they made two plates of everything which does not happen you only have one plate and then you like get to eat, like taste that whatever they made two full plates it was great I actually really liked the first one we did um it was just super super fun it was my first time doing it but or like going and watching uh but it was just a super memorable experience and then the other one that I went to uh the guy had a different event at the end of it and it was just a little bit rushed and a little bit like oh chaotic and there was a question of whether or not we were going to be able to to get the photos done and it was just like kind of a lot uh but anyway this one went really smoothly i'm pretty proud of the work that i put into the article um my editor hasn't read it yet but one of the writers has read it said i did a good job so i was 
really happy about that and yeah so that was exciting and then oh my gosh it was so ridiculous uh they said do you want to take the food home and so normally I would split it with a photographer like of course you would because she's been working too but she said oh I'm sorry I have a shoot after this and I can't take the food because it would just be sitting in my car so I went oh my gosh they made a lot of different dishes normally they make like five and I think they probably made a little bit more than that but also they made sides and stuff and it was a breakfast place guys it has biscuits it has waffles it has avocado toast it has like so many things omelets and I like oh my gosh they put all this stuff into go boxes and I drove to the office tried to like give food away and people were like no take it home I've had like so many different boxes of food and like such huge bags like a big big bag of food and it was kind of embarrassing but also like not embarrassing I was really excited about it but I was also just like oh my gosh this is this just feels I guess wrong that it's my job and I get to do stuff like this and you know I'd been to the media event the night before I'd done this like the day after and it was just like oh my gosh first of all I'm getting it fat second of all I cannot believe this is my job and I'm so grateful so yeah that yeah that was a really really good week really really good um I kind of needed that there's been some changes at work that is fine very good but uh actually tomorrow um when you're listening to this maybe I am going to be out with my co-workers we're taking uh some time to spend some time together do a group activity we're going on a boat and we're going on like a boat tour and then we are going out to eat afterwards and it's going to be a really fun day and I'm very excited but the reason we're doing it is because a lot of things have happened one of my coworkers has had a baby one of my coworkers has gotten married and another one of my coworkers is leaving and I'm so so oh gosh it's really difficult because I am extremely excited for him I am so just wow I he's got he's moving and then he's got this great job lined up and I'm just really 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 excited for him and I hope that he knows that I have been really trying to balance my like sadness at him leaving because I am really really sad about it but at the same time and probably even on the same level I am extremely excited for him it's just so up his alley and just so he's amazing he's honestly like been the one training me at work uh and I have just really appreciated all of his help and I'm just sad that I didn't get to meet him sooner because he's amazing so anyway that is the bittersweet part of it you know of him leaving and then but then also another one of my coworkers was leaving later on um and so we're just having a bunch of switch ups and stuff and they're all for very very good reasons and I'm I'm so excited for everyone and we're hiring new people so I'm excited to meet them and there's just been a lot of adjustments so you know that media event and that restaurant review has was really like needed because I got to get out of the office I got to like you know I got to write things like that I wasn't planning on that I'm so excited to write uh and it has really kind of you know reminded me like yeah you love this job even though there honestly have been some very hard changes to adjust to, you know, um, coworkers that I love that are not going to be there anymore. Uh, and so I am just extremely grateful to have a job that I love. And just to be reminded this week, like it's in full force of just like you really, really blessed and you really, really love this job. And yeah, it's just been great. And so, yeah, uh, as far as my weekend, what went on my, during my weekend, I read a ton. 
uh, that's kind of what I did when the kids that were babysitting were taking a nap. I just read a ton. And so I finished Where the Crawdads Sing. I was reading that, and that was a really good book. And I feel like Taylor Swift's song captured it so well. And I have started the Paris apartment and I'm, I'm liking it so far. I'm a little bit like, it's taken me a little bit to get into because it is different from where the crowd dad's sing. I literally just finished that a couple days ago and straight away picked up the Paris apartment to read. So I'll let you know, uh, if I remember to tell you, uh, what I think about the book. So anyway, yeah, let's get on into the episode. I feel like I've been talking a long time and it was a big, big life update type of thing, even though like nothing really changed in my life, but something does change. You know, it, it honestly has taken a lot of adjustment to get used to the changes at work. And so I was really glad that I had an amazing week and just a really good time at work. Anyway, so today's episode was brought on by the realization that I am a grandma and apparently I did not know that you could have the Reddit app on your phone and you don't even have to be like you don't even have to have an account to use Reddit like to see everything. You can't, you know, you cannot do comments and you can't do all of that, but you can see the posts. And you can see the threats, and it's amazing. I really, really wish, and I know I've mentioned this before, but I wish that all social media sites would allow you to do that. I'm so sick of all the blockers coming up and just be like, no, you can't see this, create an account. Like, I don't want an Instagram account. I don't want a Twitter account, really. I just would like to see the tweet, you know, or the post. And I just, I don't even care about engaging with it. I just want to see it, so please let me see it. So one day I was looking at a Reddit post and I was looking at it online and the thing, the blocker thing pops up that's like, Reddit's better in the app or I don't even know what it says. And so I was like, this is so annoying. And so I downloaded the app just to see if I could look at the stuff and I fully was not expecting to be able to. I was like, they're just going to, you know, put a login window in my face and then be like, okay, let's go. Um, and then I would just delete it off my phone. But I think I clicked skip or something on creating an account. And then all of a sudden the full like thing of Reddit was there. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this opens up so much stuff to me. I like the world of Reddit is just available. And so honestly, with everything going on at work, I really wasn't in the mood to talk about anything super deep or just really like have a heart to heart talk or whatever. And so I was like, let's just, you know, not do that. And so I decided we're going to react to some Reddit dating stories, which you probably already know because of the title of the episode. Now, I picked these out on Saturday, I think. And then I, um, yeah, it is Saturday. I'm looking at the timestamp on my phone and I haven't looked at them since. So let's, this is going to be as much of a surprise to me, kind of, because I really don't remember them, as it is to you. So let's go ahead and just read a ton of stories until I'm sick of reading stories, and then we'll call it a sale on me episode. Yay! All right, this story says, once a man started, okay, this is uh, on a thread, I think it's like dating fails or something. So this says, once a man started singing to me on our first date after asking me if I like Disney, then saying really intensely that I know the woman I end up with will love Disney as much as I do. Then he started singing A Whole New World really loudly in the restaurant we were in, and everybody was staring, and the waitress ran over and told him he needed to stop as he was disturbing other tables, and his response, these people are lucky they aren't having to pay for a performance like this. 
I could have, if I could have melted under the table, I would have. I actually put my mask back on just to be as unrecognizable as possible. I left before our food came and he actually tried to run after me and kiss me. I like Disney. I don't like crazy people. That is ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So I just, Disney adults, Disney adults um, need to chill. They just, like, no offense if you're a Disney adult and you're listening to this. I respect you, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I do. But just people who, like, push little kids aside at Disney World to, like, get a picture with Mickey or something. Like, come on. You know, I just feel like there's just that genre of Disney adult that is just, you just can't stand them. And it sounds like you went out on a date with a Disney adult and it didn't really get that role for you. So I'm very, very sorry for you. All right, this next one says, I went out with this guy and we ordered the exact same drink. He somehow got drunk while I remained sober. I guess he didn't drink that much. Anyway, he started acting completely obnoxious, being way too affectionate towards me, trying to kiss me on my cheek and putting his hand on my thigh awkward <laughs> i added the awkward i got up to go to the bathroom and he said wait i have to tell you a secret first he leaned in like he was going to whisper something to me and then licked my ear <laughs> i left he followed me to the train and kept begging for a goodnight kiss <laughs> he still comes into my work all the time and when my boss sees him walk in she actually lets me leave and go to the mcdonald's next door until he leaves okay, that's desperate, and it's kind of like, have you heard that, uh, have you watched that SNL sketch with Adam Driver, and it is this, what is it, it's Dominico's, it's Dominico's Coffee, I forget if it's called Dominico's Coffee or what it's called, um, but when I said it was desperate, uh, the girl in it, she goes, uh, you sound desperate and you sound poor. <laughs> and it's just really funny. So that's what it reminds me of. Like, golly, get a grip, man. Like, that's awful. <laughs> like, come on, licking her ear. Like, of course not. She's not gonna kiss you. No, sir. No, sir. That's just not acceptable. All right, this one said, I had a really amazing magical first date with a guy and I called my mom the next day to tell her about it. She became excited about it too. Oh yeah, this one is actually cute. Um, she became excited about it too and asked me to send his picture. I ended up sending her a link to his LinkedIn profile so she could have a look. A few days later on our second date, my date turns to me with a big smile and says, do you know, insert name by my mother who shares the same last name as me. I'm like, what? Yeah, she's my mother. How do you know her? Then he tells me that my mother friended him on LinkedIn. I knew right away my mom did this by mistake, as she's terrible with technology. <laughs> I had to explain what happened. Anyway, we had a laugh about it, and he wasn't creeped out at all, which made me like him more. Though I could see how someone would be turned off by this. Yeah, I could see that too, but also, like, I could also see the other side of it. Anyway. My mom was mortified when I told her, lol, she didn't mean to friend him. I never send her links anymore, ha 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 ha. Okay, that's cute. I like that. I think that's really, really cute. I, if I'm ever interested in a guy, I totally tell my parents about him, and I'm like, oh, and I'm sure my parents look him up and all that. Um, so yeah, that is very, very cute. <laughs> I love that she friended him on LinkedIn. <laughs> like, my daughter's interested in you, I want to be your friend on accident. <laughs> anyway, that's really cute. Alright, someone says, okay, I have another one. So a few years ago, I was going out on a ton of dates. Anyway, I set up a dinner date with a guy. I got there first and decided to just go ahead and get a table. A couple minutes after being seated, I looked up and see my date coming toward me. I get up and say hello and give him a big hug. I sit down and ask him, how is his weekend going? He just stands there and says, good, with a smile on my face, and then asks how I am doing. 
<laughs> I answer, but I'm like, why isn't this guy sitting down? We chit-chat about something else for a minute, and then I suddenly realize, dot, 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 this guy is not sitting down because he is the waiter. <laughs> I could tell quickly that the waiter was trying to place me. He thought that we must know each other, ha, ha, ha. Anyway, I was so embarrassed and just decided to play along. My date arrived. He got a hug, too. At the end of the dinner, the waiter dropped off the check and was like, it was good, so good to see you again. <laughs> oh, man, with a sideways smiley face. That's also very cute. Very decent of the waiter to not be like, oh, my gosh, like, what are you doing? That's so creepy. Um, and that your date, you know, all of that. I, I, just, I think that's cute, you know? Like, obviously, this girl was probably nervous for her date. So I think it's really sweet of her, him to make her comfortable. Alright, this next one said, A friend was telling me how a dude broke up with her in the middle of town. Since she could not hold it together until she got home, she went into one of those buildings that hold funeral meetings and joined one group. <laughs> she cried so hard that the guys in the meeting started comforting her because they had thought that she had a very close relationship with the deceased and had come to mourn her. Not her finest moment. Oh my gosh, I could not imagine. I couldn't imagine. That is... Oh my gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. that <laughs> I think that's made up, honestly. I don't think that's real, but I think that's hilarious. Oh, that's awful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, this next one said, I dated a fellow for years who gave me constant updates about the varying depth of his feelings for me and broke up with me because he wasn't ready for a relationship, then wanted to be friends, then was ready to date me again, rinse, repeat. About a week after our final breakup, because he just wasn't ready, poor thing. <laughs> I love the writing of this. I came across his ad on Yahoo Personals claiming that he's looking for marriage. Yes, Yahoo Personals, it's been a while. My evil side bubbled right up, and I made myself a bunch of new Yahoo email addresses to answer his ad. With one address, I was his ideal woman, another his ex-wife, another one looking for a hookup. I kept him busy for quite a while, talking to one imaginary woman after another, lining up dates who would stand him up. Sometimes I think I am a good person, but other times I know I am not. Okay, that's hilarious and super, super petty, and I kind of don't blame, like, I would just never, because there would always be a reason, a way of finding out that, oh, you did this, and then that's not very dignified, and I don't want to come across as undignified to people who have hurt me, <laughs> I guess. Like, I never want to come across looking, like, unhinged or something, like, I care that much, because even if I do care, I'm just, they don't get to know that, but I think that's hilarious, and <laughs> I really approve of the pettiness. It's, it's, it's very funny. All right, this says, uh, my worst story is that I met a girl. We hung out a few times. Things were going pretty good. She invited me to an open mic where she was doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> Dear Lord, I never cringed so hard and just couldn't see her as attractive after that. <laughs> okay, I'm laughing so hard. Well, I wasn't really laughing that hard, but you know, it was really funny. It got me tickled because I have a huge fear of doing something, just one thing, where anyone who likes me is just like, uh, can't deal with that. And so it, it it's nervous laughter because I just, I'm so scared that a guy I'm going to like is going to like me back finally. And my feelings will be reciprocated until I do one thing. And then it's like, uh, uh I just can't live with that. And then, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I feel like generally I'm very much myself around people I like and people I have crushes on or whatever so that's a blessing but sometimes I do I, I don't know where it comes from if it's just like uh you know just things that haven't worked out in the past if I'm kind of like oh my gosh like what if uh I do this thing and this person doesn't like it and that's the end of that anyway 
All right, this next one says, online dating, what are some of your horror stories? Dated a guy who was arrested on our date by detectives. He tried to return a pair of fake Gucci sunglasses. When the store clerk threatened to call police, he flashed an FBI badge to the clerk. Turns out they got him on tape flashing what actually was his brother-in-law's FBI business card. The card has an FBI hologram, about 3 inches by 5 inches in size, that it so that it could pass as being legit on a glance. Did I mention he was the school principal for a reputable school in my area? Story made headlines and everything. That's nuts, being on a first date with someone and then they get arrested for impersonating FBI, like, oh my gosh, and then it's on the news and you're like, I was on a date with this man and they were they were arrested on our date. Ooh, that's awkward. Here. Speaking of awkward, here's the next one. My friend met a guy through an online dating app. Oh, okay. She didn't find the spark within him that she was searching for. (laughs) She wanted to tell him she wasn't interested, but she didn't know how to say that. While she was racking up her brain trying to find a way to turn him down as gently as possible, she got a text from him. This is roughly how his message was. So here's what he said. I am sorry, but I have to say no to you. My interests are far too different than yours. That's not the bigger problem here. I notice that I am more attractive than you, and it causes troubles within our relationship. I don't want to ruin your life with the fact of how handsome I am. Good luck. This text wasn't for me, but it annoyed me anyway. So I asked her for a picture of this supposedly handsome guy. I laughed out loud when I saw it. The handsome guy was short, stocky, with large muscular arms that resembled the Mitchell entire mascot more than a regular gym buff guy. But he was right about one thing. My friend dodged a huge bullet. Yeah, she did. She dodged a big bullet. Oh my gosh. Ooh, sorry. I just... I just dropped my phone. Sorry, guys. Anyway, all right, let's continue on with this craziness. Someone says, I have a kind of funny one. Matched with this guy on Bumble, sent a few messages back and forth, and although we don't have a ton in common, he's putting in a ton of effort. Paragraphs, long answers, ask genuine questions, etc. So I decided to go accept his offer of a date. He planned something well-tailored to me, an independent art gallery, and drinks in a dinner at a little taco place. That sounds super cute. He's keeping steady contact, and while I get an offer to go out with some work colleagues that night, I figure I should give this guy a chance. Day of, I log back into the app, and he has completely deleted his profile. Not blocked me or unmatched, actually says user deleted profile. We had not exchanged any other contact information, so I guess that's a pretty solid ghosting without even having to go on a date. It all worked out, though. Went out the very next day with a guy, and we have been together for almost six months. That is cute. Uh, Honestly, that date sounds like a really good date. So I'm sad that uh, she didn't get to go on that date. But uh, it's good. It's good. And it's like the very next day, it's like I found my person. That's great. All right. This says, one time my date and I were in Barnes & Noble waiting for a movie. She handed me a romance for dummies book and said, you could use this. Ha ha. She laughed like she was kidding. But dang, it stung. Wow. That's really sad. I don't know why I read that one. That's very sad. But uh, um, yeah, gosh. Okay, this one's funny. I was once at a bar. The second time at a bar, I think, must have been around 18 or 19. Saw a guy on... I'm not good at reading these guys. Saw a guy on the other side of the bar making eyes at me. I was young and vain and wasn't wearing my glasses, so I didn't really see his face, but I could tell that he was attractive. So I did the girl thing, flipping up the hair, smiles, and sexy eyes in his direction until he came over to talk. (laughs) Okay, Uh, pause. Yeah, I don't the girl thing maybe this is why i'm single but i don't do the hair flip i do smile and i don't know about sexy eyes i don't even think i can do sexy eyes that's awkward anyway so he came over to talk it was my ex he came over to say hi and gloat 
He found the whole thing hilarious. I died. Wear your glasses, youths. Yeah, that's awkward. That's real awkward. You're like, oh, I finally gotten over you. And then it's like, oh, it's some attractive guy. Like, oh my gosh. And then it's like, yeah, that's your ex. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, that's embarrassing. All right, someone says, oh man, when I was like 22, I went to get lunch with this girl I was seeing on her lunch break from work. While we were eating, she said something hilarious. I can't remember what it was, but I shot Mountain Dew out of my nose all over her shirt. Ugh. Sorry, just got like, ugh, gag reflex. She still had to go back to work, so I had to buy her a new shirt so she could go back to work. Needless to say, that ended that relationship. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Oh gosh. Uh, that's, that's also a fear of mine of like being genuinely interested in someone and then like laughing and them not liking my laugh or like doing something embarrassing when I laugh. I don't even know. I apparently have fears around love. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. This one says on my first date with my ex fiance, I tried to throw my cigarette out the window, but it flew back in and caught his hair on fire. Okay. Yeah. I think that's made up, but like, that's actually hilarious. Like what? And then you got engaged after that? how how i am someone who thinks if i do one wrong thing you know it's it's over and there's no hope for me um so i don't understand how people break up and get back together or like they do something like lighting someone's hair on fire and it's like oh will you marry me like oh my gosh what i don't know it's it's beyond my scope of comprehension all right this next one says i was waiting for a date that i met online in the early 2000s at a restaurant this was before pics were widely available online. I was seated at the end of an aisle that led directly to the front door. I saw the car my date described pull in. She stepped out wearing a yellow dress that she had told me she had she would wear. She walked into the restaurant and I stood up to let her know it was me. She made a face of utter disgust. <laughs> Turned around, walked back to her car and drove off. I never heard from her again. Okay, first of all, what a jerk. What a jerk. We don't put up with people like that. I'm sorry, man, but we don't do that. That's ridiculous. Awful. Bad human. Dodged a bullet. I'm sorry that you had to eat alone. All right, this next one. Third date with a dentist. Great guy. Handsome. Volunteered with animals. Funny. Went back to his place to watch a movie. Turned out, turned he turned on his 52-inch TV, and there was a picture of me from Instagram. Blown up and zoomed in on my teeth. <laughs> How random. Uh, he immediately apologized, but I was horrified. He later explained that it was his favorite picture of me. That was our last date. Oh yeah, I would be like psychopath behavior. I'm sorry. People can do things in private that people will never know about and they could get engaged and literally never know that they blew up a picture of you and stared at your teeth. If anyone does that of me, that's disgusting. Please don't. But like to find that out, how creepy. <laughs> that's just so creepy. Anyway, all right, this next one. My ex and I were set up by another couple slash mutual friends. The first date, the four of us went to an amusement park. Myself and the guy friend of the other couple took my car there. The girls drove the other couple's car. So this is a dude. Um, Yeah, it is. Okay, I see his uh, thing. I'm just trying to like, so the guys drove together, the girls drove together. Day goes well, me and my ex hitting it off. I guess so they got together, but now they're separated sorry um day goes well my ex and me hit it off decide at the end i'll drive her home we separate from the other couple to go to my car and i've forgotten where i parked so here we are me and this girl i met wandering in this giant parking lot looking for my car eventually found it 
that's a good one to leave it off at because that's ridiculous and it's not ridiculous of anyone it's just like a ridiculous situation you know it's just it's hilarious these are just bringing out my fears guys i think the reason i think they're so funny is because they're like horror stories that i'm scared will come true for me so i will leave you with that uh comforting thought and <laughs> um yeah if you want to hear any other reddit type of stories like not even dating stories but if you have a certain genre of stories you want to hear from reddit uh let me know and i can do more of these episodes because to be honest they're very very fun so anyway i hope you enjoyed this episode a little bit different from what i normally do but fun regardless so love you so much and i'll talk to you next week bye